everybody. Hi. Should we clap so we know this is where it starts? Yeah. Oh, look. That's so cool. Wait, do that again? Ow. ow. <laughs> you say ow. I hurt my ears. You hurt your ears? Yeah. All right. Hey, guys. Hey. Feels like it's been a long time. It has. We ditched a week because of the following reasons. Do you want to go back and forth rapid fire? Yeah. I got fired. I got sick. I got to Arizona. I got a toddler. It was Radiothon. And grandma's out of town. And dad was in... Mexico City. And... Scene. Right? Yeah, so that's all the reasons. Those are all the reasons why we didn't do it. We're like, let's give ourselves a goddamn break. Also, we're not getting paid for this. Also, you know what? The only reason we're still doing this is because we now have 700 listens. And it's addictive. Okay. It's also like the one of the few times that it, it's like a f- way of talking freely. Yes. That's different from just talking freely, not on the mic. It's talking freely, but also eventually getting some recognition for it. Talking freely with a little added creativity. Yeah. A little structure. A little structure. And now I don't have any structure in my life, as you know. So we I'll have 706 listens. 706. <laughs> Almost my area code. Almost mine, too. What's yours? Well, not my area code. My prefix? Yeah, that's what I meant, too. Wait. No. Area code. For your a phone prefix. number? It's almost my prefix. It's almost your area code. Oh, so your second three numbers is what yes. you're talking about. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> What's the final four called? Uh, I don't know. Not the March final Madness. four, I think. Madness. <laughs> Which is also happening. Should we just talk about that? Is it happening right now? Is it? No, it's, it's April It's April. Now. What's happening now? Spring training. <laughs> I don't know. It's all the same to me. Spring training and Listen, press this isn't a sports Listen, show. this is not a sports cast, okay? Right? We don't talk about sports or crime. Sometimes it's we talk about crime. Crime? I'm just thinking of popular podcasts. Oh, Politics. Oh, murders. Mm-hmm. Um, Pop police brutality. Culture. <laughs> Those two at once. The Mueller report. Really problematic. Do you say Mueller or Mueller? I say Mueller. Oh, nice. Because I knew a Mueller. I did too. Yeah. What was her first name? I can't Matt. say it. Anne-Marie. <laughs> uh, oh. Matt Mueller. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a sportscaster. Yeah, Matt Mueller. Like, if you're listening, I still have your Philip Roth book. Oh. I just can't donate it because... Sexy. And it, it needs to go to you. Exchange? No, it was like they left it at my house. Flirtily? No. Okay. No. All right, Matt Mueller, I see you. Very platonic. <laughs> Anyhow. <Yeah>. So... <laughs> Context for the listener. Is it quieter if I cough like this <coughs> to the side versus right Cleaver in? is still a little sick, but in significantly better spirits. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Turned it around. Pretty much almost 100%. I got to tell you, it was hard to see you down. It Oof. really threw me for a loop. Really? I think it made me realize how much I always count on you to be more positive than me, which is, you know, it's a lesson for me, too. I need to also I sometimes carry that flag. I can even remember when I saw you. When yeah, you were deep, deep, dark, dark cleaver. <laughs> it was rough. You were like, I just, I'm, I don't know. I'm t-. And you turned it around. You did turn it around. Yeah. For the, for the radio show. Yeah. That we do together on Thursday mornings. This is fun. I like hearing what I was like. <laughs> well, it's when an, I was almost a week different. ago now, so I can, I feel like I can talk about it, but it was... Oh, and I felt bad because I was like leaving town that moment. It was a tough time. I was feeling bad for myself, too. It was complicated. It was complicated. Oh, this week feels better. It's complicated. Remember that movie? No, what happened? Tell me everything. 
old people having sex. Ooh, it's what's his name? Jack Nicholson? No. No, it's um <laughs> Martin Short, Short and or Sheen. Alec Baldwin okay. and Meryl Streep. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> I don't Jack know. Nicholson is in there I too. I honestly can't remember. If any of those people are right, tell me the, what you remember about the plot. I remember that w- the woman, the uh, the heroine, owns a pastry shop, and she was dating this one guy, and then this other guy came along and was like, "I'm the same age as you, but I'm so much younger in spirit." And then she was like, "Oh, maybe I need some plastic surgery." And then she was like, "No, I don't." And then and then they had sex. <gasps> And it was like kind of a big deal because movies don't normally show like old people's sex. Yeah. And they're not even old. They're just older than 25. You know, it's like feels like movies are pretty strictly like you're either 25 having sex or you're like comically old. So it's like, oh, they're, they're oh, like, you're hip. they're cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. But this or was like an old guy, but like a sexy old guy and a young person. Right. This is, this was just like people that we might know. Mm-hmm. Like our parents. Yeah. Why? Why was that your it? first example? I don't know. Why'd you go there? Because this, I don't know. Who else? Who else would you say? You're right. I don't know any other old people. I wouldn't say my bosses. I because... certainly wouldn't because I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look wow. At that. <laughs> Those levels were hot. <laughs> well, we're hot yep. right now. That's true. Okay. And then what happened? And then I don't know. Remember, okay. I don't remember the endings of movies or books. I don't remember that that's a thing. Quiz me. Really? I remember the end of that thing. We've talked about this. Nope. Quiz me. On what? Random Ask movie? Ask me an ending of a movie or a book. All right. What happened at the end of <sighs> The Princess Diaries? I have no idea. See? I don't know. What happened in the beginning? The beginning, I actually remember quite vividly. There's a scene in like her mom's apartment it's Uh a lofted apartment super artsy super artsy the Uh mom's an artist and she's like mom i don't want you to be so quirky i'm just trying to be a normal high school girl yeah that's like in san francisco i think Mm. and then she's like comes comes down the stairs and then goes down the front of their cool like atelier Uh like apartment this is what is so crazy to me is your memory is so good of the beginning it's true and then she's like walking on the sidewalk there's some chain link and Mm. then accidentally like a car goes by gets mistaken then 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 the plot starts and then i kind of loses me do you remember the name of the fake country that she's Mm, a princess in? no genovia (laughs) that's all i remember and something about her hair being brushed and it was like tangly Mm. then i think of that mm-hmm. other movie miss congeniality remember that one yeah sandra bullock uh-huh yep what happened in that one well she's a cop first of all <laughs> and she has to go undercover and so in going undercover she has to pretend like she's trying out for this pageant turns out she's actually pretty amazing and it kind of changes her and changes everybody else in the meantime but i have no idea how it ends she has her legs waxed right like yeah, she has to give a whole bunch of things Everyone's wax. Like, You're disgusting. Let me make you over. Right, exactly. It's the I, theme of both movies. I can't believe you had so much hair on your body. What You're are you, a plain, goddamn plain dirty girl? <laughs> yeah, that's the, really the theme of a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh my God, you're pretty now. Wait a second. Without all that hair on your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, see, this is what this other podcast I'm I working know. on. Can we not talk about your other podcast ideas on this podcast? I mean, that's a good point. We don't want our 700 <laughs> listeners to to get any ideas. To, to leave. Because there are certainly 700 individual listeners out there. Yes. I spoke with someone tonight, a friend of mine. You spoke with him. Who was like, I want to listen to your podcast, but it feels weird. 
And I was like, I get it. I don't know if I would listen to like your podcast. You know? Because they know you? Yeah. It's just like it's a weird thing. And yeah. I don't know like how Honestly, to navigate it. I hope that our close friend, like our geographically close friends don't listen. Yeah. We talk some serious <laughs> shit about everyone. about them? Everyone and anyone in our no. path. No, we don't. But it is nice to... It's nicer to think about an anonymous listener, which I don't know if we have that many or any at all. Well, also friends that don't live here. Mm-hmm. Like this, I don't, I don't exactly know why I feel this way, uh-huh. but it might have something to do with that thing we talked about two weeks ago with the kid <laughs> sitting on the floor eating an ice cream next to the billboard of the women oh, eating right, ice right, cream. Oh, right, 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 right. That, that thing, meaning that meme. That meme. Okay. That's like our friends who are here geographically close get to have we, us as friends already well and we like communicate with the i don't know it's almost like in some ways doing a podcast like the way that we do it is like sending a telegram out to but i i don't know then again i know there's we have a a listener faithful listener mm-hmm. who lives like two blocks away from us that's true that's true and from i you. always count on hearing from a little them further from me that they listen i <laughs> love to think of maybe the listener out there that knows only one of us Okay. But then, like, now sort of has this, like, deep, weird knowledge of the other person. Ooh. You know? Like, maybe one of your friends somewhere Ooh. is like, I've known Cleaver my whole life by a different name. It's more likely one of your friends. Why? Why? I don't know. I just feel like you've got your friends in New well, York. They have more time. They have a lot. Go- they have a little, a little less going on. Check this. Listen to this. What's that? Recola? Part two? This is what it sounds like rummaging through my bag. Oh, man. <coughs> Fully, oh, fully. I'm sorry. We're I'm, gonna lose all our listeners. I'm trying to keep it together here. Hey, where aren't we all? This feels like a special edition because it's what? It is a special. Our twelfth. This. The end of season one. <laughs> yeah. Did we decide twelve episodes? Per I feel like twelve. Is or should a good it be number. like Jane the Virgin, where it's like twenty nine episodes? Oh my god. I stopped. I'm sorry. I had to stop. What happened? What, I made what it, it, it like episode sixteen, and I was like, this is. It, it was gets, right around the time like the when there was much back when forth, there was right? drama about mm-hmm. the amnio, like getting oh, yeah. getting the little the needle surgery oh. prick thingy with the baby, and I was like, okay, no thanks. Why? Because of your baby or what? I don't know. It just it started to feel a little bit like pulling at every little possible thing that could be dramatic, which I know oh, is yeah, the point for sure. It continues. <laughs> I, I definitely get that. I like. I mean, I agree with that, but I was also kind of like it was. So that happened, and then, like, two episodes following that, Jane started questioning her love for Raphael, mm-hmm. and and it was too much for me. And it could be... This dumb tiny head. <laughs> it's so small, proportionally. I guess. It doesn't make any but sense. But he has enormous lips and eyes, so yeah. it kind of balances it out. He looks like a cartoon. It could have been... <clears throat> I think it was just, like, I really wanted... I mean, it's hard for me to watch things... And not sorry. It's hard for me to listen. (coughs) Oh no. Jesus. Oh no, we might have to cancel. Cancel. It's hard for you to watch and what? It's hard and I I just get emotionally invested. Um wait till she has the baby though, dude. It's a whole new Here's what I did. I was like, okay, I'm on episode sixteen. When is the season going to be over? Like when is there going to be some sort of resolution of any kind? Right. So I looked at the little thumbnails with the the descriptions. descriptions? Yeah. Uh And it was like, okay, by episode twenty four, that's when the season ends and a lot happens leading Mm -hmm. up to that. And then 
I looked in the next season and I was like, okay, we're still talking about Michael and Raphael. Yeah. Oh, it continues, honey. With the two of them? Yeah. Just tell me what happens. You want me to tell you everything? Yeah. All right. Spoiler Spo- alert. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> alert. Slash. I was going to make it like a trigger warning joke and then I just instantly felt bad about it. Yeah. This is not. That's well, not is this a trigger I mean, warning? No, I don't Break think up? so. Break up? I mean, yeah, I guess if you've been broken up with repeatedly by the same person. And had a baby <laughs> accidentally. Um, okay, so what happens is this. It's, oh, it's crazy, dude. So ultimately, she does. She has the baby. And then for like a year or so, she's like, F you both. Oh, really? I don't like either of you. Raphael, you're out. Michael, meanwhile, is like. Um, Wait, Raphael is like, okay, even though he's the dad. Like he's have custody. Well, yeah, I think he like. He just does something shitty and Michael gets fired from his cop job. <gasps> I think because of something Raphael might have done too. Turns out later on, Michael was actually undercover the whole time and he was still working, but he couldn't be close to Jane because like the evil drug person lady. Sin Rostra. Sin Rostra is a lady. Right. I know that. Okay. You found out. Um, Rose. Yeah, Rose. So she's like still like after him. So he has to like distance himself from Jane. Sin Rostro's after Michael. Yeah. Okay. So he has to be like, I'm out of the picture, blah, blah, blah. And then he like sees her and he's like, leave me alone. She's like, okay. Uh." And then finally, Sin Rostro is dead, supposedly. Michael shows up and he's like, I still love you. Guess what? It's all good. And then they get back together. They get married. What? He's great. He's really present with the kid. They all work it out. It's wonderful. Um, Then he gets shot on their wedding night. In the hotel. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I skipped ahead, but he gets shot. Wow. And it's pretty bad. He almost dies. Then he recovers slowly, but he can't get his job back. So he decides to become a lawyer. And they go through all these like financial struggles. He takes the bar exam on okay. his way out. He gets shot again. dies. <laughs> no way. He dies. Jane's depressed. Then suddenly it jumps three years forward, the whole show. And so Michael and Mateo or whatever. Mateo's three. Okay. And difficult. He has a lot of behavioral issues. Really? Petra, meanwhile, also inseminated herself with Raphael's sperm. What? She has twins. Amazing. Also, her twin shows up, who is like just she obviously had a her. Twin. I mean, obviously, it's her what playing about, her twin. What about um, Raza or whatever his name was? Did Was the guy Aaron his actual twin or was it him? The hell is Raza? What are you talking the, about? The, the, really early on, the guy who died on the ice sculpture. Oh, yeah. No, his twin is really him. Okay. I knew that. His twin died, I think originally he had a twin twin died oh it was never him who died it was never him who died okay so he was assuming the personality of his twin yeah i think so and i think he killed his twin to make it look like he died he dies too okay then petra has a twin who's like her name is aneska Mm -hmm. and she talks like this really high voice it's horrible oh god and she's kind of evil or whatever but petra meanwhile inseminated herself has these two twins when we flash forward the two twins are like perfect little girls and then mateo has like all these behavioral issues so it's kind of a, a joy to watch the, what are the, the behavioral story. issues just yeah, like, just like impulsivity and behavioral like i don't know like <laughs> control issues mm. just a little violent mm. you know hyperactive that kind of thing okay so then jane's like starting to date again she's like okay like i'm still very sad about michael but i wrote this book about us and you know I'm like a romance out there yeah it gets published. She's like, sweet, I'm a published author. She starts dating her old boyfriend. It's like, meet someone new. Yeah. Firstly. Then that goes okay for a little while. But then she ultimately gets back with Raphael. They start like 
really doing it. They're like going to live together. Oh, by the way, she's lost her virginity now. Okay. To who? Uh, to Michael. Oh, okay. First, firstly. <clears throat> After, but took forever because he got shot on their wedding night. So then they had to wait like three months because he was like recovering. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh my God. So then she and Raphael are like, let's get an apartment, blah, blah, blah. Raphael, meanwhile, like finds out from Sin Rostro, who's still alive, but in prison, that Michael is actually alive. So he comes back. What? Yeah. He was given <laughs> intentional amnesia somehow. So like it was this whole thing where like the EMTs were fake that like took him away and then they like did like basically like electroshock shit to like his hippocampus. Whoa. So he forgot everything. So he comes back and he's like, My name's Jason. I'm from Montana. And everyone's like, No, you're Michael And he doesn't remember anything and he's like an asshole kind of. He's just like a simple like mm-hmm. ranch hand jerk. <laughs> and Jane's like, this is so confusing. So finally, she's like, give me like the divorce papers and let's just like get this over with. You can go back to Montana. You know, you're not Michael, blah, blah, blah. On his way out, he remembers everything. Oh my God. Yeah. So he's getting his memory back. <clears throat> now we're up to date, season five, okay. present, present term. Okay. So the episodes are still coming out. Okay. So that's where we're at right now. Wow. It's quite good. <laughs> I will say, but I totally get you. There were times when I was like, I gotta stop. But okay, here's my my two cents. Okay. Cent one. It's a TV show that was not released in a binge right. format, right? Right. I think we talked about this right. already. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not intended for the binge viewer in that. Unlike Sabrina. Right. Exactly. Like, which also had its problems. But I feel like when things are released like weekly on TV shows, they can get away with like a lot more like repetition or like right will they won't they mm-hmm. but like when they're released to be viewed like 12 episodes in a row right it's a little different mm-hmm. so that's one and then two as you know i watch a lot of tv like in the background while i'm cleaning my room and stuff so mm-hmm. i don't get as invested in certain things and i look away a lot when things get kind of tense you're like okay no more like, eh. or i'll minimize the window oh yeah i'll and keep it open but really small and then do something else mm-hmm. <laughs> like, i'm gonna look at the weather and well, that was a, an exhaustive review of Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. If, if you're listening, we would love for uh, sponsorship. Dude, she's fucking cool, though. Gina Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Did you know? Trivia. Last trivia. She married the stripper dude. Did you ever see the stripper dude? From Ugh, Magic Mike? <laughs> no, there's like a stripper extra who hmm. like, I think maybe you aren't there yet, but she's going to get married and then like. They throw her this bachelorette party, but she's, like, at work. And this guy comes in as, like, Don Quixote, but, like, sexy. Uh-huh. And he's stripping. And yeah. he's, like, really sexy. No. If you're into, like, Don Quixote. <laughs> anyway, he was an extra. But then they got married in real life. Oh. All right. Well. Did we, uh, did we lose everyone? I hope you enjoyed the last... Uh, 18 minutes of recap of Jane the Virgin. Okay, it wasn't that many minutes. It was pretty close. You asked for it. You're right, I did. And it's time now for... Social Q-tips. Oh, there's two. Oh, because we've been gone. Yeah, let's do them both. Let's do them both. My first, the first one I love. Okay. My husband, the hunter. Immediately, I'm thinking of like some amazing, sexy pagan stuff, but it probably is like an actual, like a person who hunts and the wife doesn't like it because she's a vegan. Or I'm whatever. not going to tell you what I'm thinking of because it's just another TV show that I'm really into. 
And that's going to launch a whole thing. What's it called? My Husband the Hunter? Yep. Okay. His hobby is causing me sleepless nights over our children's safety. Uh Oh. Gun control. (laughs) Guns control. Here's how it starts. Ugh. I don't like the way it starts. Ugh. We never do. It's very, uh, it's, you could tell this person is being influenced by, um, current societal norms. Okay. I'm probably being irrational. It says who? That's the thing you edit out. You review it, you edit that out. Take yep. it out. Take it out. Doubt out. Doubt it out. I'm probably being irrational, but I'd like your advice anyways. Okay, just delete that whole sentence. Okay. Start with, my husband is an avid hunter. He goes frequently with his brother during hunting season. He's also extremely responsible. He keeps his rifles locked, and the key to the gun cabinet is well hidden. But we have two small children, and I am petrified that they will somehow find their way into the gun cabinet and hurt themselves. This may not be reasonable, but honestly, some nights I am sleepless with worry. Can I raise this with my husband even if he's not doing anything wrong? Question mark. A.S. Okay. Biggest concern. If she's not sleeping, that means it's far more likely that during the day she's going to be super sleepy. She's going to take an accidental nap. Something horrible is going to happen. That's the biggest concern I have right off the bat. Where does your mind go? Wait, let's unpack that a little bit. (laughs) I did not see that route coming. I love that. She's like, I'm having sleepless nights. I'm so worried. I'm not sleeping. I'm like, well, it's sleepy daytime mom. So you're Bad you're news. like you're like forget about the guns. This is about well, the sleep what is you the, might the biggest accidentally priority. do. The sleep is the biggest okay. concern here yeah. for me. Um, but if the guns are playing into that, then like yeah, get get them out. Why can't they be at her his what's his name his brother's house, her husband's brother's house? Oh yeah, good point. Or like, don't people store guns or like gun safe Cabinets. stores? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, like out of the house. Is there like a storage oh, place? I don't know. Where it's like we have a temperature controlled like gun storage. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. Call us up. Just kidding. <laughs> I know. It's sad that the phones aren't ringing, though. It is sad. Um, I think I tend to agree with you. Let's focus on your sleep. Also, it's your husband. You should be able to raise anything. I mean, I hope that you could raise anything with him. And, yeah. That's always really scary, you know, too. Chances are, if it's if it's really causing you sleepless nights and it's a big bother, maybe just the fact that like you voiced your concern and he said... He says, I hear you. I will make sure I'm being very responsible. And if you want, I can move them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe even just being heard will help you calm down a little bit. You got to ask yourself what's going on in your marriage okay. if you'd rather talk to Philip Galanis. Yep. If you'd rather Beaver and Cleaver. If you'd rather talk to Beaver and Cleaver and let us edit your question. Than your own husband. Well, this one was not as exciting. I mean, I feel sad for this person, but also like talk to him and if you can't talk to him reconsider everything in your life i will say that you know how i like to read ahead on philip galanis's first sentence it's, to- it's totally is that what we said it's totally what we said first said doubt it out please don't belittle your feelings yeah. That's the first thing he said as come on as come on as smart as anyone else actually s- correct <laughs> s- correct my sister-in-law is messing up our financial plan. Ugh, I already hate her. When separate bank accounts support one spouse's burden, are they really separate? Ooh, go on. Interesting. Philip, go on us. <laughs> Philip, Philip, go on us. <laughs> My husband and I have always kept our finances separate. Good. We divide joint expenses equally. 
Lately, his sister has had trouble making ends meet, so we supplement her income with a hefty monthly payment, which we split. I'm starting to resent this. My husband agrees that I'm not required to help his sister, but he claims that married people should share all obligations. He promised his mother before she died to take care of his sister and once talked of using his inheritance from her to do that. I'm torn between wanting to be generous and resenting every penny I give her. Your thoughts? Jay. You want to take this first? I feel like I took the last one first. And I took it hard. Okay, I'll take it. I think that uh, I would go back and question why you're not sharing accounts with your husband. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, I know you said beaver. You said uh, good after she said we divide or, we, you know, we keep our finances separate. And you said good or something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's an instinct. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I'm not even married. And we share... We share everything. We have one account. Everything goes in there. And I have to say, it's awesome. Is it? Yes. That's nice. Because we both both share accountability for things. Mm -hmm. We both work hard. We both try to be as conscientious about spending as possible because we know that we're, no matter what the expense is, we're both buying it. Right. And it allows not only the opportunity for... at least in our, in in my experience, <clears throat> I like, it makes me have to put trust in him. But that's like, but I also, think that's what's confusing is that they have their finances separate, but they split everything equally. I know that. So it's the same. It's not though, because the act, because we were like that for a long time, uh-huh. like for the first eight years or so of our relationship, we had separate accounts and one of us would just buy something and then right. the other person would buy another thing and we would mm-hmm. somehow kind of make sure that we were all sharing everything. Right. But then when we moved in together, mm-hmm. or like when we <coughs> we moved in together like right away, but when we bought the house, mm-hmm. um, we decided to, and, and when I got pregnant, I sound like a typical American. I cannot believe <laughs> you. I know. We decided to just happened? put everything. Wait, picket fence? Did you get a puppy? Never. <laughs> We tore down our fence and used it as our soffit. Um, We put all of our cash in the same kitty Uh so that it, I actually don't even remember why we did it. It just made sense. Right. And, um, and took a big load off because right. a, throughout our entire relationship, there have been times when I've been more flush and he's been more flush mm-hmm. and I've been more flush and we're always balancing each other out and supporting each other in this way. So now it happens naturally. Mm-hmm. And the conversation of like, who's getting this, who's getting that never has to be an issue. And we can have the, the conversation of like, so-and-so needs our support. Right. Like, should we, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I agree. Let's agree on sharing this expense. Right. Which, which should be the conversation. Mm-hmm. What, what's happening here are two different conversations. Should we join our accounts? Why haven't we joined our accounts? Mm-hmm. My sister needs help. We're both sharing that expense. Yet yeah, we didn't share accounts. So whose responsibility really is it? And she's basically saying like, since we didn't share accounts or we didn't join accounts, I could technically opt out. Yeah, I guess. I'm really confused about the arrangement of like, what does splitting expenses equally actually mean? Does it mean like only shared expenses or like... Because if you have separate accounts, but you're sharing everything, you're not actually splitting all expenses, we divide, right? We divide joint expenses equally. Oh, yeah. I can't read from here. So, so it's probably things thought. like meals and right. like normal but life what you're payments. saying is like when you, with your partner and your shared account, 
Like if you were to like take me out to the bar right now. Yeah. Then that would be shared. Yes. And you would, would you have to like justify it or do you like no. address it at all? Never. No? You no. never go through like your expenses line by line and say like, oh yeah, this was this. Because I'm picturing like a more of a business arrangement where you have to like justify or um, explain everything. No. I mean, every once in a while, if it, <clears throat> if something's going on with our account and it looks like, like, um, uh, awkward, not awkward. What's the word? Like alarmingly low mm-hmm. or if there was a big debit or if something happened unexpectedly we'll all go through line by line just to kind of keep track of what what was going on do you think that you have like a limit in your mind of like if i spend over like a hundred dollars i'll like mention it or um, i'm just curious about yeah. the rules here yeah mm-hmm. i think th- yes if it was something like that usually usually um unless it's like traveling right you know if i'm like away and Mm -hmm. there's and we both know that i'm going to be having to deal with like travel and food and lodging and blah 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 Mm -hmm. blah, there's that or if it's like a gift thing right um but yeah the gift thing is interesting yeah but neither of us i mean we keep track of our expenses and we're responsible with our expenses to the in the extent that we need to be right but we don't do like a monthly sit down breakdown look at Mm -hmm. everything that went where yeah Um, there's a lot of trust and a lot of like yeah and like what you were saying like that way you second not second guess but like think through your expenses because you know that they're shared yeah yeah i like that well and also like we've had time to see each other's spending habits Mm -hmm. and so no like i know i know what his habits are i know that he's he does what he does and i can Mm -hmm. you know so if there's a certain expense where i'm like oh god i wish he hadn't bought that like he's been doing that for eight years Mm, that's a good point so yeah you know what you're getting into yeah like if it bothered me i wouldn't have agreed to join expenses see i'm already thinking preemptively about all the things i might get angry about yeah totally so it might you really need that climbing gym membership right yeah but then i'd be like but it's fine if i have this monthly check to my like hometown radio station that i keep forgetting i'm paying for or whatever right right and it's actually like and i think it's just like very much so a personal preference like for Mm -hmm. me i've never enjoyed being caught up about money right money's always been an issue in some ways Uh and so to be in a situation where I can be relaxed about it and I I can just totally with you. I can just know that it's coming in Mm -hmm. from both of us. We're both working as hard as we possibly can at our jobs, at parenting, at supporting each other. Mm -hmm. And so just knowing that there is this like chunk of change that we're both allowed to access equally with no strings attached. It's like, for me, it's a huge relief. Totally. I think that's awesome. I think like, I feel the same way of just, I would much rather like spend money and be like broke or like be in debt than like worry about it which sounds like contradictory and maybe like bad financial practice but like it's just the like idea of like holding back or like worrying so much preemptively or always worrying i like cannot do it because i did it forever i'm just like at this point i'm just gonna enjoy it i'm gonna have it under control you know i'm not gonna like go bankrupt or anything but i'm just gonna like spend money when i need to and try to be smart yeah. But I worry about like sharing that because I don't think that my style at this point is like, but at the same time with my partner, I feel like we just do everything we can to make everything equal all the time. Right. So we're always like, don't worry about it. Like right. I'll pay for this hotel or whatever. Right. We only meet secretly in hotels. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that. <laughs> we're not open about our relationship. And I, th- I mean, I think that would, that's what would come up. Like right. this is making me think about this email I just got from my student loan people <sighs> saying, because I haven't updated my, my, uh, 
repayment plan thing you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like they're basically like getting ixnaying my previous like balance my reduced balance based mm-hmm. on my income and now it's just like pretend like you're making a, a ton of like a shit ton of money this is what your balance would be this is a really complicated way of describing mm-hmm. this but basically now i owe like 600 bucks a month oh and there's no way right. there's no way so i'm gonna i'm gonna figure that out i'm gonna call blah, blah 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 but you know for a fact that i'm either gonna figure it out before it actually comes out of the account or i'm going to talk to my partner and say right. just a heads up this yep. is happening mm-hmm. you know but i'm like this is this is gonna happen this is is my this is my bad i dropped the ball i didn't mm-hmm. renew ahead of time it's gonna be a ding if you but- don't like it get out <laughs> just kidding just kidding yeah man this has been great i love talking about tv and personal finance like yeah more than anything legitimately maybe we should start a side podcast that's just tv and personal finance all right so first we give a extensive <coughs> recap of multiple seasons of a show that now you can't watch because you know everything about it it's true it's true we get down and dirty i don't know okay but let's go back real quick to yeah. you know to answer our <laughs> faithful non-listener yeah Jay. Um, I'm the thing that really stuck out to me was one word and that word was hefty hefty oh yeah like how like, much right because it's like if you're like paying like her income or whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's how like, rich are you like what are we talking here money wise and right. also like I kind of like it's got to be more than 200 right I'm kind of of the mind of like let it go share the expense if this is your like person you've wanted to like marry and chose to marry like you're in it together Mm-hmm. and like support your mm-hmm. husband and his sister because you never know what's gonna happen down the line like you know it's just better to be in it together like because once you start picking that battle or once you start choosing the things that you don't want to like i don't know support or give money to then you're like exposing yourself to that later on and it's like i don't know i think just like accept it as an expense like you're agreeing to whatever bind your families or whatever i mean maybe like if you can help this girl like get uh her life together in some way if you have any advice or you want her to write in to philip yeah i I mean i agree with that and then i would also say that the i would almost also say the opposite like your husband agreed that you're not required to help his sister so you could just pull out like if it's making you really mm-hmm. that upset and resentful and like you need to have your money be your money then you should pull out, you Think know? Think like, insurance. Like, you're paying into something, right, <laughs> that, like, may eventually benefit you. And it's, like, a... I don't know. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's, like, a fucked up way to think about it. But you also might, like, decide that you don't need that insurance. You don't need, like, that kind of agreement or you don't need to be, like, right. investing in this, like, theoretical, like, agreement that it's going to come back at you. Right. And he says you don't, you don't have to help, but... He claims that married people should share all obligations, and yet he's not, he's not like pushing for them to share accounts. Mm-hmm. So there's another thing going on there, too. Like maybe he doesn't want to have to pay for it all now, you know, because they're maybe he's not psyched about not sharing accounts and he doesn't have as much money as her. What's about what's this inheritance about? Also, what's this inheritance? What is an inheritance? Yeah, whose inheritance are we talking about? You think you're going to get an inheritance of any kind? No. I have no illusions about that at all. No, I think I'll, I'll probably inherit some debt. Yeah, I'm <laughs> feeling like debt or breaking even or... Yeah. I don't know. I think, what must it be like to like anticipate an inheritance? 
glorious. You think you just want to kill your family? <laughs> you think that's what happens? Yeah, I think that's what happens. Because it's just, it's never been like a thing for me ever to know that someday I'm going to like get a chunk of money. That's just like not a, but some people I dream of know it. that. Yeah. Public service loan forgiveness. Uh-huh. In 10 years, the federal government's just going to be like, you know what, Sarah? Is it? Because you've dedicated, years, right? it's less now. Yeah, you've been in it for a few yeah. years. Because you've dedicated your life to community radio. Hey, Sarah. For <laughs> X number of years. That design school education? Yeah. Consider it covered. Consider it covered. Oh, my God. I know. I once had this dream. I feel like I've talked about this a lot, but this really sweet dream when I was like a teenager that like, my grandma passed away and my brother and I inherited sandwiches. Oh, what kind of sandwiches? They're just like classic grandma Pimento sandwiches. Pimento cheese? Mm, white bread. Pimento cheese. I think just American cheese, honestly. And turkey, mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. But I told my grandma about it and she like cracked up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Oh. <laughs> it was very sweet. Well, I mean, the sandwich s- is better than nothing. Did you say we got a text? Oh, yeah, we got a little text. And this is actually a question I feel like we've... um We've covered? I think so. Remind me if we've covered this or not. It's really okay. short. Yeah. It says, Dear BNC, I like that they still addressed it, even though it was a text. Yeah. I speak in public fairly regularly, but I still get insanely nervous every time. Any tips for a shaky speaker? Ooh. XOXO, big dog. Big dog? Yeah, I like that. Okay, I get some points for that. Yeah. Um... Didn't we? When did we talk about this? It was like on air, I think. It was something about presenting because I feel like we talked about imagining the audience as babies or right, something. Naked like babies. Naked babies with bald heads. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I remember the bald head thing. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Imagine the audience as naked babies <laughs> with bald heads. And then I think the real thing that I was trying to convey that time, maybe, or at least in my head, was like, everyone wants you to do well, yeah. which can be taken the wrong way can feel like more pressure but it also can be like you have to just be confident and like positive because you're making it so much worse for everyone else God, this sounds so terrible an older helpful um uh the late jeff flanders who was a station manager here at kzmu he used to tell all of the new djs when they were doing their first show that all of the listeners were rooting for them. Yeah. He would say, you, you know what? That's better. Everyone's rooting for you. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things to help people overcome their nerves. Dude, because you know. it's true. It is true. I mean, when I was a DJ here, one of the first times I was messing like a lot up and I had like yeah. the music on the same time as like the jukebox or something. Uh-huh. And someone called in and like told like they were like, hey, just so you know, like this is happening and like. I've DJed there before and here's what you have to do or something. And it was like the sweetest thing. It was just like, I was so nervous and they were so like non-judgmental and yep. like, Hey, we want you to do well. Cause we're listening to you. We have to listen to you. So. We have to listen to it. <laughs> we Cause have there's to. no other choice. There's nothing else here. <laughs> so I think that's a really good thing to remember. And also there's something that I'd like, I would kind of think about what maybe the root of the fear is of public speaking Mm -hmm. and see if you can like transform that into your power. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes when I'm nervous about speaking in public, I'm afraid I'm going to say something stupid or I'm going to say something incorrect or Mm -hmm. um, people are going to get bored listening to me or something like that. And so I just kind of keep those things in my mind. And if I do say something dumb or I do say something incorrect, 
I just acknowledge it right then and there. Yeah. And then I like remind the people that I'm a human. I'm not like a speech robot. And then they're like, we love you. Relate, relate. <laughs> we love you. We relate to you. Our speech robot broke. It's okay. They love you. They relate to like your human issues. And then they're like, cool. I want to listen to you. Exactly. Yep. You're a good public speaker. And they say, I want to come talk to you afterward. Thank you. Yeah. I'm always wow. impressed. I think it's also just like owning who you are. Mm-hmm. being that person shamelessly it helps to be funny if you're funny it's if you're not that sucks i'm sorry it also really helps to go to a very competitive um art school Ooh. and have to defend your work on a weekly basis mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of people yeah, who are equally nervous and judgmental mm-hmm. because they want their work to and be favored to more yes i like I like to slow things down too, like in my mind in this way where I'm just like, yeah, so I think that blah, blah, blah. Like there's like a trick I do. Slow it down. I was explaining this to someone and I was like, yeah, when someone talks to me, I like take a minute and process what they're saying and like slowly like respond. And they're like, that's just a conversation. I was like, oh, (laughs) I thought it was like like this cool technique I had. No, I think there's something to that. It's not just a conversation because a lot of times people will they don't slow down. They kind mm-hmm. of get the gist of what you're saying mm-hmm. and then start talking. And yeah, you're like, that's, that's not really what I was saying. There's a certain kind of like sympathetic talking you can do almost where you're like anticipating people's like reactions. See what I'm doing to you right now. It's kind of yeah, like this like talking. Sad of like, face. Is it sad? Yeah. It's just the lighting. It's the concern. It's like concern. No, you did the like where one eyebrow lifts up slightly higher than the other. Yeah. But it is kind of like I'm talking with my hands and I'm kind of like, I'm emoting with my face and like you're like understanding that Uh this is like, I'm feeling things. Yeah. And like, honestly, the thing I fear most about public speaking is my own. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I fear like being shaky. Oh, yeah. And I fear being um, mostly shaky. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. I don't know. This person said shaky speaker or whatever. Shaky speaker. I get it yeah and i don't know how to deal with that someone once told me like this was like in high school in english class when we had to like recite our poems or something and my teacher told me like you clench your hands really 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 hard before Ooh. and then release and you're kind of like releasing like tension yeah because you're yeah. like getting it out or like which kind of helped because i got like shaky hands a lot i also oh. drank way too much coffee as a teenager really yeah wow i didn't start until i was in college oh i was Pumping that thermos. I had nerves though in in school. Yeah, for good. Because sure. you're human. Yep. Show me the kid that's super confident. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, they're from money. Jerry. Also, don't be that confident. No, it's gross. Don't be too confident. A yeah. little bit of shaking is good. And work with the if it's a, I don't know if there's any kind of engagement whatsoever. Work with your audience. Mm-hmm. Make sure like one person's looking at you. Yep. And if they're plant, not, make them. Plant somebody in the crowd that if you're super nervous, you can just talk to them. There's and, always someone like that. Yep. There's always someone who's smiling and listening and nodding. Mm-hmm. And it gives you so much power. So I try to be that listener now. Yeah, I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Not with you, but in general. I've been the one that's that's like emphatically nodding and smiling and so making so super laser eye contact. Like on their phones and stuff when someone's like talking. Yeah, I can't handle that. I'm like, no, smile at them. Nod. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Well, I hope that's helpful. Um, what was it? Dog face? Do- big dog. Big dog. I hope that's helpful. <laughs> dog, dog. Your dog face. <laughs> yeah, I hope being called dog face doesn't make you more nervous. But your dumb dog face. Oh, brother. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, how long have we been talking? Is that it? Is that our is that our only I mean, uh, inquiry? It was. I feel like we covered a lot with the two Ooh, social Q tips. Let me see here. All the Jane's Virgin <clears throat> issues. Have, there is one quick email. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Dear B and C also mm-hmm. again. Um, the subject line is um I you don't. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's like IUD, but don't. IUD? Oh. IUDs and don'ts? Okay. Okay. It's all caps? It is. IUD is caps, and then the O-N apostrophe T is lowercase. Nice. Love it. Okay. Dear B and C, I recently got an IUD about a year ago, and things have been going pretty okay, period. The only thing period. is, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I didn't even get it. Did you not? No, I didn't. too deep into the email. I'm too deep in the email. <laughs> Let's see. There's got an IUD period. Um, oh, yeah, because they did write out period. Anyways, um, <laughs> the first time I tried to use a Diva cup. Okay, this one's directed at you. Okay. First time I tried to use a Diva cup, um, I thought everything was going well. Uh, the first couple times that I removed it, normal, all good. However, the second week, this is confusing. Hold on a second. <laughs> Start over. All good, normal. Okay, so they must be talking about the second month. Um, uh, second month of using it. This is on oh, I had some. Um, I had some strong pains, and ended up having to go to the doctor. And the doctor said that um, they don't recommend IUDs f- with um, Diva cups. Wait, they don't recommend IUDs with Diva Cups or like the other way around? Probably I guess it's the other way around. I mean, it'd be really cool if they were like, you know what, since you're a Diva Cup user, we'd recommend that you don't get an IUD. We're going to prioritize your... Yeah, that would be amazing. Your... Your (laughs) Your method of period collection over your your birth control. (laughs) Period collection. Anyways... I, okay, I'm going to scroll through here a little yeah, bit. they're getting real deep into the body issues. Real deep into the body issues. We get it. Look, we get it. We got bodies. Okay, so I was sucking it out, blah, blah, blah. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's the question. So what I'm wondering from you is, is there a way to capture my period blood? Uh-huh. Capture. <laughs> without having to buy products from the grocery store like tampons and pads that are single use? Question mark. P.S. I do use reusable pads but it's getting really old and gross, period. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is... That's a long one. A lot to sink my I'm teeth just, into. I'm just gross. Know, I'm just going to close this email down and not recap. I'm okay. just going to remember it from memory. I think, like, the most... We can't help with that UD thing. We don't know what's going on. <coughs> we can only address the last question, basically. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the backstory. Mm-hmm. The question is simple. Mm-hmm. What other methods are there? Besides well, the Diva Cup, right? I mean, I guess so, yeah. And if there is anything, probably, like, they're probably wanting to know compatible with IUD. Right. Okay, so probably Like a diaphragm nothing. is probably not going to be your friend. That's not a... And you wouldn't a, use that to yeah. collect your period. <laughs> I mean, anyways. I guess you could. Couldn't you? I, it's basically a Diva the Cup without the suction. The that the diaphragm works is, like, with spermicide. It's not, like, 100% a barrier. Yeah. So I don't know if it would work like in the other way where it's like 100% a catchment. Mm-hmm. What catchment. if you put permicide? Spermicide. <laughs> permicide. 
Don't put spermicide in your diva cups, you guys. What if you put pesticides in your diva cups? That would probably work for sure. Yep. Probably make you stop getting your period. Yep. Or get it all the time. Yep. Out of your face. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And armpits. Did I ever tell you I used to think you got your period out of your boobs when you were little? Like when what? I was very little, no. My cousin was gonna give me like her bras, and I was. I said something about like, I think I asked if like, they were gonna be like blood. I made a joke about them being like blood stained or something. And she was like, oh "My God, <laughs> like, what? what?" But I actually thought it like came out of your boobs. Yeah. Wow. How did, where did that come from? I have no idea. Probably like the playground. Wow. Yeah, that That's was pretty amazing. little. Amazing. Um. Anyway, <sighs> diva cups, as you know little bit of suction i basically work for them they don't know it but huge fan always have been got my first diva cup age 16 sweet early adapter Always right. pulled my uterus out so i get it <laughs> right the suction is real the suction is strong but i think like i mean i'm so lazy <laughs> menstrually like so lazy okay like i will use toilet paper yeah for like a whole cycle yeah out of just purely out of laziness right so I feel like, I don't know, is that so bad just to not deal with it? Probably not great. But if it's an issue of like buying disposable things, firstly, if you're going to go like tampon, you know, mm-hmm. applicator free. Right. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's cost efficient. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense. Tampons are horrible and disgusting. Mm-hmm. I hate everything about them. But I'll OB, you know, if I have to. If I have to. Yeah, okay. I haven't done it in years. More likely I would use toilet paper. Right. And I know again. And you're talking about just like on your. Stuff it in there. Inside? Well, like lightly, not all the way. Wow. Just form like a dam. Wow. Yeah. I've never done that. You've never done that? No, I've like rolled it into a pad and like put it in the cradle of my underwear. Well, it slips away. It does. I've never tucked it in there. Jam it in there a little bit. Wow. It's no different than a tampon. It's amazing. It might be a little bit. But it doesn't go that far up. It's just sort of like. Stick it all the way and you're just, you're creating like a vaginal opening. Uh Okay. It's not great. Okay. And I know a lot of people probably have more like intense flows or whatever. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned, especially depending on the kind of IUD you have, Mm -hmm. you can have a super, all over the place, super strong flow. Yeah. Um, Reusable pads are pretty gross. I have one, which isn't enough really. Right. But it has a liner, too. So it's like mm-hmm. two. It's black. I like that about it. Yeah. Because I never know how okay. dirty it is. Hmm. I never know. That's smart. Is it? Why don't they make them all black? I mean, I think some people like to know or like to see. Yeah. But I like the black because it's like, it's not as gross. You just like yeah. soak it, whatever, right. wash right. it. But I also only use it like the first day or so. Okay. Um, I once found, this is not really helpful because they're still disposable, but they sell these things that are like diva cup. They actually like look like f- almost more like female condoms or something. They're like, they're like diva cups, but they're disposable and they're like a plastic ring and then like a, a sack, a sack. Have you wow. seen those? No. I didn't know how to use it. I tried it once. I think the idea is that you only have to change them like every 12 hours okay. or whatever, like a diva cup. Right. So it's less, less in general right. less maintenance and right. less like waste but also more waste in a way because i think it's like plastic yeah but an alternative thing to try which could be good for someone who just wants like a few days worth you know right and i mean what other methods have you ever there? tried the sea sponge the sponge mm, i thought that was also a birth control thing no 
It's a like an absorbent sponge, like a bath. Right. That used to be a birth control method. Really? The sponge, yeah. It was in Seinfeld. The sponge. Yeah. It was like a spermicide sponge. Oh, spermicide sponge. I don't know. It soaked up sperm. (coughs) Okay, there's a period sponge? Yeah. Cool. I love it. Um menstrual sponge. Yeah, um, I mean, that's one thing that I was thinking of. I would be like, oh yeah, I would be curious if it would, um, if it would end up getting snagged on the strings of the IUD. Oh, yuck. That's like just Velcro. like one thing to think about. But yeah, it's totally feminine, natural, eco-friendly sea sponge. Is it a real sponge. sea sponge? Yeah. Someone, you know, my uh, roommate recently went to Greece and brought me a, a real sea sponge. You want it? Yep. Try is it, it How big is it? <laughs> it could fit in there. Looks kind of like a small potato. Um, which yeah, I actually see, like, thought and then it was. You can, you can stitch like string onto it so that it kind of functions like a like huh. a tampon. But it's Look just a that men- girl. <laughs> wow, she's hot. She's all about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it looks like you So can, how much does one like a retail one look, cost? Look, you can even cut it to be the shape I'm that totally gonna you try want that. it to be. Wow, there's a v, the menstrual cup versus sea sponge. Look at that. I think we're going to be YouTubing after this recording. Mm-hmm. Just like we do. Just like we do. Well, anyways. Okay, so, how much does that cost? Just, uh, $2.50 on Etsy. That's really cheap. $21 on Murchison. Hume. Wait, I think that thing on the left is what I was talking about. This? Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Uh-huh. Flexural, flexible menstrual cup. Yeah. Um, Flex company. Yeah. yeah, that looks cool. I too. got them like oh, one time. There's also those Thinks underwear. Oh yeah, have you tried those? No, you haven't. They're like fifty bucks a pop or something, aren't they? Some people love them. Thirty I think bucks. They're dumb. Have you tried them? No. Maybe I should try that. Oh, but I guess the cat's out of the bag. Like... This is me, by the way, folks. Yeah, I don't know if you guys could... If you could tell by we my... We really worked hard on that <laughs> fake my, uh, email. My but... amazing <laughs> fake reading of the email. It's me, okay? I she almost has pulled the my IUD, IUD And I gave her that Diva Cup. It was so sad. It was my first Diva Cup after having a baby. I was so excited her to B use for... it. Wait, no. A for afterbirth. Yeah. Oh. Was it A for afterbirth? Yeah, that's what's very confusing. Oh, B is before birth. Oh, A is for after. It's so like, a, thinks like AC, a smaller, AD and BC. Yeah, but it's not like ABC, the bra sizes. Right. those are in order. Right. This is very different. Right. Anyway, I think that you did a really good job with that fake email. Thanks. A lot of skimming. Right, a lot, a lot of fake skimming. <laughs> a lot of being like, confused <laughs> and outraged by what? your this own fake email. This person has no idea how to write an email. What? I think that, uh, you know, our listeners know how dedicated we are to them that we occasionally, no, never, except for now, create fake emails about ourselves. <laughs> What's that, Beppy? Not all the time, though. Not all the time. Beppy menstrual sponge. Well, I'll figure it out. We're going to do this. We're going to try it. We're going to both thinks, try it. Thinks menstrual sponge. And I think uh, go for like an off-brand things. Yeah. Better yet, look up like what they're know. actually made of, because I feel like we could make our own. You think so? It's just like a pad underwear, a reusable no, pad I think underwear. there's something special about them. How special can it be? I don't know. Their, their advertising campaign campaigns are great. I guess. I don't know why. I, I reject them emotionally. Hmm. It's okay. I also hate that they have thongs. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Don't support that. I'm uh-uh. not gonna I'm not gonna get a thong. No. I've never owned a thong. <laughs> you know what they recently launched? What? I think I saw this on like an Instagram or something, but it was like Boy shorts? Preteen and teenager period underwear, like a new line. And Ooh. then I thought a lot about like 
startups and like launches and how like they probably are always like this is our five-year timeline like first we start just with like the basics then we like unleash like thongs and boy shorts and then just when everyone's like okay we're over it then we're like the teenagers right you know what i mean like what's next incontinence for adults yes i guess that's diapers or cloth diapers have you thought about adult cloth diapers thanks cloth diapers (laughs) They're just there was this, I just saw this new this thing uh, a dad invented this uh, line of um, pajamas called pajamas. Oh, I know because you sent me a link mm-hmm. and I looked at them once and I'm still getting ads. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. Which like is okay, but like whoever's trying to figure out who I am as a consumer is not doing like thorough research. No, it's the algorithm. Anyway, continue. Pajamas. Yeah. So pajamas. That's it. That's it. Do they make adult pajamas for periods? That's probably where things go. Pajamas. Oh, look at these menstrual sponges have their own little zippy caddy. See, that's what people want. I want a zippy caddy. Also, can you respond to my pajamas idea? Pajamas, like peer to peer. No adult period. <laughs> oh, nice. Right. Love it. I think that's enough to, for me to know it's not a good idea. Period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> Pajamas. We should probably period. put in the descriptor that this the trigger warning. This episode talks about periods quite a bit. <laughs> Almost as much as Jane blood. the Virgin. Virgin. Blood. Yeah. Blood. Okay. okay. Well, we're gonna um, try sea sponges. We're gonna report back in. Uh, well, not next episode. Maybe. For me, then my cycle won't really line up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Next month for sure. Are you on your period right now, or did you just get off of it? Because we did. We sure did. Oh my god, I had. A drama-induced period. Yeah, I know. I had a cold-induced period. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. My, I, my mind caused my body to menstruate. Well, mind over matter. Mind over matter. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. It's been good, you guys. Bye. Just take it or leave it. Don't tell your friends just what you're gonna do now. You take it or leave it. It's just Oh la la la